Yeah, if we're recording right now, which I think we are, I know we're not using this part, but I would like it on the record that I love you very much and I am very invested in this podcast because I am missing the Oilers game right now. Well, I mean, Connor McDavid didn't lose his teeth for nothing, I guess. Wait, Connor McDavid lost his teeth? Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. So everybody's here this week and got so much to cover. Steph went to the stadium series, I went to the bean pot, we dedicated some time to Zidane Chara, Sarah Nurse, TikTok and Lost Teeth, Martin St. Louis pedagogy and the Bruins goalie tandem. If it's a good story, you'll hear about it on Oh My God, They Were Teammates. Also, just to give you a heads up, I lost a little of Steph's audio at about 19 minutes in and had to use the backup, um, but I promise it doesn't last that long. Sorry. Welcome to Oh My God, They Were Teammates. Oh my god, they were teammates. The podcast where we talk about hockey, the NHL and beyond, the stories, the moments, all the narratives that you could possibly imagine on the ice, off the ice, on the internet, in our minds, occasionally. I'm Mac, I'm from the South, but I just got back from Boston, so I'm rocking my bean pot hat. I'm Puff, I am the resident Canadian. I really think I should start planning these ahead of time because I always go like, wait, what am I supposed to say again? Um, I am the resident Oilers fan. Uh, I, uh, I'm, I, okay, let me start over. Um, Okay, my name is Puff. I usually should start planning these ahead of time because I keep forgetting what I'm supposed to be saying. Um, I'm the resident Oilers fan, resident Canadian. I'm considered the long-term hockey fan in the sense that everybody else has been here less long than I have but I would not really consider myself a vet yet I've only been into hockey about uh no it'd be about eight years now um oh that's not so, long at all yeah no that's like there. almost that's a decade yeah nah yeah. that's nothing I'm the one with all the weird stories usually uh that yeah and I'll just pass it off to Iris I love weird stories that's why she thinks of me when she says that <laughs> I'm Iris. I'm from Europe. Um, I should be attending my first hockey games in May because I'll be going to Worlds in Helsinki. So that should be really good. I uh, can't wait to see all of my favorite players who aren't going to the playoffs, I guess. I hope. Maybe. This is the point where you like kind of hope that your teams are going to the playoffs, but uh-huh. also kind of hope that some of them aren't. But we should hopefully get some really interesting content in May because of it. Hi, I'm Steph. I just got back from Smashville, where I had a great time at the stadium series. Um, My voice is a little bit gone. There was a lot of screaming, a lot of Tim McGraw, not as much as I wanted. I'm not really a Predators fan, but I'm also, like, kind of at the point in my hockey fandom where, like, if a team has a great atmosphere, I'm probably going to buy a hat, which Mm -hmm. is why I'm rocking the Smashville Stadium Series hat today. Yeah. What Steph said before we started recording, if a team shows me a good time, then I'm... <laughs> okay, Steph. Sure. Okay. <laughs> look, look, look. I had a great time in Dallas. I've had a lot of fun at ECHL games. Cap- obviously, Capital One was a great time, but, like, it's recency bias, and I'm t- I'm totally, like, I'm, I'm, like, you've got me. Like, I love the recency bias, and the stadium series is awesome, so it was a good time. I think it's funny though that as they were doing the stadium series, the uh, the Leafs Red Wings game just went f- buck wild. Like, like they're like, yeah, everybody's gonna watch the stadium series, and then it's just like people are looking at the Leafs Red Wings game, and they're like, wait, wait, what the fuck? I literally had the score open on my phone. I was like, I'm sitting down on the couch. I didn't have a game on. I thought, hmm, what game am I gonna turn on? I looked at the, all the games. I looked at the score of the Leafs Red Wings game, and I'm like, damn, I'm turning that shit on right now. And yeah. then, you know, 20 minutes later, I saw the meme, and I was like, oh, whoops, sorry, NHL. <laughs> it was it was a Saturday night, guys. So that means watch the Leafs game with Steve Dangle. Every time he has a stream, these games go absolutely fucking buck wild. This poor man. So what you're telling me is, if it's a Saturday night and the Leafs are playing, bet the over. Yes. <laughs> yes. I I was sad because I was out, so I missed the game when it was happening, and I came back, and I was like, what did I miss? Like, holy Final shit. Final save percentages of all four goalies who played last night. 800 or less. 800 or less. Oh my god! The final score, 10 to 7. It gets better, though. Because, like, they pulled Nadalkovich after 
he allowed like three goals on eight shots. Oh. Um, they put Bryce in. He allowed like three goals, and then, and then they, they put, put Nedeljkovic back, back in. in. Yeah, that's cursed. It was Mitch Marner's first career hat trick. Four goals. Four goals. He had a dick trick. Wait, can I say that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so while all of this is happening, I have absolutely no idea because I'm freezing my butt off, you know, like 500 feet in the air over Nashville, Tennessee, up in the up in the decks, and my it's too cold, and my phone will barely load text messages because it's so like crowded. There's too many people. To, yeah. When you go to arena and it like shuts down the internet, so I'm like I have no idea what's going on. Um. The, I'm watching, you know, Nashville and Tampa take a bazillion penalties. It felt like every someone was in the box every other moment. There were some great fights, though, which was awesome. Pat Ooh. Maroon got the lights knocked out of him. Shit. Pat Maroon? <laughs> who who beat up Pat Maroon? Wait, it was Lightning? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know why I thought it was some other team. Okay, go on. <laughs> so, um, so, like, so I ended up leaving, but I ended up leaving... Um, we left at the second intermission because we were cold and the Predators were losing and we knew it was going to be like a long time to get back to my car. Anyway, so we decided to leave. We go hit a, we go hang out on Broadway, um, which is like, if you're not familiar with Nashville, Broadway is basically like, it's like a country music strip with bars and restaurants. Like it's, I don't know, it's like four blocks and they just shut it down because there's no tree, there's no cars. There's no cars. It's all pedestrians. So it's just bars and restaurants like on this long strip. Hell Yeah. As God intended. So we're freezing. We walk into a bar and I go open my, finally open my phone. I'm like, I wonder what happened in like my fantasy team. I'm checking up on things. And I open the NHL app and I'm like, 10 to 7. No, no, no. Refresh it. I'm into, I'm like, what football game did I just open? <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. It's February. Wait. There is wait. no football. There's no football. <laughs> and I'm like, did they, is there like a seat? Was this like a seat? No, that is the Toronto Maple Leafs. Who just scored? Oh my gosh! No, but it, it was seven two to start well, the third. I literally turned it on like it, when it was like seven three, and then they started scoring like crazy, and I was like, "This is insane." The score summary of one period just doesn't fit on your phone screen. That's, no, that's how bad it got. Jeez, but I'm glad the stadium series was fun. Anyway. I, I turned that on after this game was over. Let me say first and foremost, Preds fans, y'all are like so. I don't. What's the word I'm looking for? Passionate. Preds fans are passionate. Nice. So, like, the, all the chants, all the jeers, all the yells, like, y'all know it, and it's so Hell much yeah. fun. So it's like, you know, the opening lineup gets yelled, and it's like, starting for the Tampa Bay Lightning, Steven Samkos sucks. And it's like, through, it's like the, throughout the whole game, you know, the other team scores a goal, and it's the, who cares? He sucks too. I loved it. But then you could also hear like, because the stadium series was made up. Obviously, you've got your Nashville fans, Lightning fans, fans who like travel in for this sort of event, you know, for their team. But you've also got people like me who are like, this is the closest outdoor hockey game I'm probably going to have, like, ever. Mm-hmm. let's go you know i live somewhere else but i'm just a fan of hockey so you saw all these different jerseys i think our jersey count got up to like 15 including my boyfriend wearing his tom wilson jersey which was a lot of fun <laughs> because people were like either oh my god yes or Ugh. give it him the side eye <laughs> um but we so it was just a lot of fun so you would hear different people yelling throughout the stadium like under their breath kind of like their different anthem things so there was a few shouts of like knights over here and stars over here and red over here so I was oh like, that's cute <laughs> there, there's your transition to my bean pot experience it was very similar in that the fans were fucking insane so the bean pot is a boston only hockey tournament between four colleges in boston and has been going on since 1952 i love that i asked you like what do they win and you were like nothing nothing they don't (laughs) win a damn thing they win bragging Bragging rights they win a fucking they and okay so they win they win bragging rights there's a banner that comes down in td garden that gets the winner attached to it in the year and it goes up and they win a trophy that's a silver trophy that's pretty small the top of it is shaped like an old-style pot that you would presumably put beans in. Um, like bean being beans? a nickname for 
Boston. Um, like like what kind of what, just bean beans, beans or like coffee beans? No 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 beans beans like. Oh, I assumed beans, it was beans, like coffee. Beans beans they make you too the more. <laughs> I don't know why I you... assumed it was coffee. No 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 it's beans. <laughs> okay. What what's that rhyme? Beans beans the more you. Good, the beans beans are good for your heart. The more you eat, the more you fart. The more you fart, the better you feel. So eat your beans with every meal. Thank you. <laughs> You can't see my what the fuck face right now, but what the fuck? Doesn't Chicago have the bean statue? But then yes, the guy Chicago who made is it the one with the big silver bean statue. Bean. But but Boston is Bean Town. <laughs> Didn't like Anish Kapoor make that or something? Yeah, he hates that, that people call it the bean. <laughs> yeah, and which he's is like, funny. it's a cloud or something, and Shut it's like, no, up. it's no, a fucking bean. bean. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bean. Um, Before but, we get way more <laughs> sorry. Wait, too far off. But the best thing I about have the, ADHD. the bean, I, we all do. Oh my god. Well, I think three out of four of us do. I know. That's the joke, babe. I know you know, but I couldn't... I, oh, I we, we, come both, up we all know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but no, so the best thing about the trophy is that at, upon winning the bean pot, which Boston University did this year after a really fucking amazing like nothing nothing goalie duel like and it was speedy it was it was such a fast game it was honestly like it was a great game of hockey that's to watch that's the thing i love about hockey is that it can be zero zero and that says absolutely nothing about how the game went it was an yeah. awesome game um and but when boston won with like a goal in the last like couple of minutes uh I love how you said Boston, even though they're all Boston. They're all Boston, Mac. But they were playing Northeastern. So oh, that's, okay. it was Boston University and Northeastern. So when Boston okay. University won, they all, you know, went over the boards and threw all their gear in the air and all I jumped on each other in a big pile. And like it was the Stanley Cup and then proceeded to, upon receiving the trophy, I'm so glad Z and I stayed to watch the trophy presentation because they all did the Stanley Cup thing and got the trophy and fucking did a little lap in the corner like where That's all the great. students were and like you know put it over their heads and it was adorable the other thing i'll call out to is the northeastern's goalie was a freshman oh he my did god so fucking well his his save percentage over the whole like bean pot tournament which is two days is he the one where their their other goalie like signed somewhere and then he no couldn't... his the the first string goalie was in the olympics during oh. the bean pot yes okay so this is yeah so the true freshman goalie for northeastern was really well, it, he was why a would star you go to the olympics like... when you complain the bean pot <laughs> right that's uh, that's sarcasm if you know. <laughs> i know i know you know but i just i i have a very dry know. humor so i felt like i had to clarify <laughs> um but it was it was the chants the screams the signs it was packed with students and alumni. It was that it was a great so time. Fun. If if you're a fan of college hockey or just hockey in general and want an excuse to go to Boston and see TD Garden for cheaper than you could ever see it before, uh, ten out of ten would recommend because TD Garden was awesome too. They could stand to turn the PA down, but it was it was a really cool arena. College sports are just different. There's something about like college sports like because you are so like connected whether it's your community or like you know someone like There's regional loyalties to professional sports, but it's not the same when it's like, oh yeah, my dad went there, my brother went there, you know, I went there. It's 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 got a different flavor of college sports. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I watched I watched college football with Steph once. And uh, she was streaming it for me. And I was like, wait, I thought you said this was college. Why is it so huge? They have cameras. And Steph was like laughing at me really hard. She was like, yeah, that's just, that's the US college football. I was like, what the fuck? LOL. That's America. <laughs> I, lo I love how everybody who knows football is now laughing at me. And I don't, I only care about <laughs> hockey, okay? What else happened on the ice this week? Speaking of Steph's uh, real-life uh, game experience, you oh, went yeah. to a Dallas Stars game recently. I did. I did. I went to the Dallas Stars game where the Stars scored one goal. It was called back, and then the Capitals went and scored five unanswered goals against Braden. Okay, no. Four goals against Braden and zero, yeah. and one against Jake Ottinger. It was really nice to see a bud, you know, to their old friend. 
But in that game, Jamie Vin took a stick to the face, and it takes a minute. He's like hanging out by the ice, and Tyler Sagan's like skating around him, and I'm like, oh, is Jamie Vin okay? So I get out my phone to text someone who is watching the game, and I'm like, hey, it's me. What's going I was on? watching the game. I'm like, hey, what's going on in the Stars Caps game? Because nobody's telling me what's going on. And it turns out Tyler Sagan is picking up Jamie Vin's teeth off the ice that have been knocked out of his mouth. Very kindly of him. And the the cameras got it perfectly. They cut over to that and I was like, what the fuck? And I just saw him bend down and pick up a little something off the ice. And I was like, oh. Mm. Oh my gosh. Speaking yes. of teeth that went flying though. Um, so many people are losing their teeth yeah. in this last few yeah. weeks. I was, um, I was, no, I, th- I think I was actually watching that game. The Leafs game. I think it was Leafs Pens. And Austin Matthews was right. trying to follow Sid Crosby around the goal and, like, went face first into the crossbar. He didn't oh. even get checked into it. That's my favorite no, part. No, no, no. He, like, he drove just, himself like, into it. space time rules. Yeah, I don't know oh, what no. it was. But like, he I hate, Okay, first. I hate to laugh at his pain, but it was funny. That's funny. It was hilarious. <laughs> Except when you, like, zoomed in, you could, like, see it. Oh. Oh, team, yeah. Like, flying. That's, that's what made me think of it. So, like... <laughs> There was this cute clip afterwards of Mitch Marner pretending to beat up the uh, post that Austin Matthews lost his tooth to. Oh my god, I did see that. That was so good. And I mean, I like, that's the only way. only thing Mitch Marner can probably win against. So, sorry, Mitch. Don't fight. Please don't. Please don't fight. Yeah. Like, you remember when Mitch Marner got high-sticked and his, oh, his like, yeah. teeth all were all in the wrong place, but he still had teeth? Gosh. He <laughs> looks like a train wreck. That was cursed Sa- says the person who thinks people with with a missing tooth are hot that's nah. what i'm saying I, I have very specific i mean i will take one one missing tooth right in the front the ov the jamie alexiak etc i think i think ryan hot. mcleod looks really cute with his two teeth missing but two, not okay like, i'll go two is yes like two it depends on, on the locations. person like it looks good on like eric johnson and yes. i think it looks good on it ryan mcleod um, but Ryan so McLeod, Ryan is, McLeod is like so my son, so I look at him and I'm like, "Oh, you're so cute," which is probably not how he wants me to feel, but whatever. <laughs> and then you have the Drew Doughty, and then you've got the Drew Doughty smile, which is just like, <laughs> oh, oh, those God. masks were horrifying. Those horrifying. were so scary. I was just about to bring them up. Yeah, yeah. Like speaking of Drew Doughty, he had his thousandth game and everyone was wearing masks with the um they were giving them out at with the his game. own with drew dowdy's mouth on them yeah. smiling <laughs> no and it was mostly for fans but i did see one of the king's players in warm-ups with the with the mask on which oh, we yeah. thought was fucking hilarious i love that no but it was, was that weren't the kings play, playing the oilers that game or when there was a ceremony because i i remember dowdy like thanking the bench it was the oilers Oilers yeah going like i'm sorry you guys have to wait for this shit Mm -hmm. that was funny but the funniest part of the dowdy thousand games thing has to be like the messages from some of his former teammates so uh trevor lewis who is now on the calgary flames recorded a little message and of course he had to get flames legend matthew kachuk and famous nemesis of drew dowdy in there so uh we'll link to the video but it's basically just like Trevor Lewis is like, hey, Drew, congratulations on a thousand game. And then immediately Matthew Chuck walks into frame. like, Yeah, and he's like, hey, Chucky, oh, hey. And then they like hug. And then he's like, okay, yeah, anyway. Completely like takes all the attention away from Drew Doughty, which is what Matthew yeah. Chuck loves to do. That's so. fucking hilarious. Yeah, I think they asked him. I think they, um, he asked like Matthew Chuck. He's like, hey, do you want to do this? And Ch- Chucky was like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, maybe like, I just imagined that, but I feel like no, I did read no, that somewhere. That was, I think that was another thing because, like, I, I, I'm not sure if it was last year or the year before when they when the Kings were doing Secret Santa. Uh, one of his uh, one oh, of yeah. Drew Doughty's teammates actually asked Matthew Kachuk for like a signed jersey or something. <laughs> that like, was it. That's what I was app. thinking of. That's and cute. like he asked Matthew Kachuk, like, would you do this for like a Secret Santa present for Drew Doughty? And Matthew Kachuk, of course, because he's a fucking troll and I love him, said, yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> which is like made that feud go on forever. Gio is a Norris it. winner. Yeah, I just ugh. So that's good. the narratives, baby. That's narratives. I I love rivalries. Like obviously, team rivalries are fun. Like you get you put you know you put Boston and anybody in the Northeast and you know fans together. Yeah. You know it's fun. But I really like it when players 
you know, I think take it to yes. like an individual level because players have loyalties to the team that they play on, obviously. But I think there's a bit more animosity between a player individually than like a player as a team. Like Matthew Duchat will always hate Drew Doughty no matter what team that each of them plays on. Or like mm-hmm. Lars Eller and Brad Marchand hate each other so much. Like, huh? Love it. And I think that's great. Okay, if we're going to talk about records, legends. Kyle's legend is Zidane Capitals Zidane legend is Capitals legend. <laughs> uh, he, I will always think of him as a Capitals legend. Senator's although he's legend. a legend. He's a legend. I mean, Senator's legend. I don't even like the Bruins, but um, I feel like I have to say Bruins legend because no. Bruins otherwise he's going to be upset. He is Bruins legend. Uh, Zidane Chara became the most played defenseman in the NHL. I don't yeah, really know how you would phrase most that. Games played. Yes, defenseman who has played the most games in the NHL. Um, 1, and he did it. 652 and he did it in style um which was amazing because he got to absolutely beat the ever-loving shit out of jeffrey vile that night why jeffrey vile yeah uh okay he's yeah exactly who can someone look up his hockey reference and tell me how fucking big that guy is because like i just have the video on in the background right now yes he's on the sharks he comes up to nipples i've seen like two sharks games this season and in both of them that guy, Viel, whatever, tried to fight someone, so I'm not completely surprised. Char just, like, absolutely destroys this guy. It does not, it takes, like, two He's seconds. Six two. He's 6'2", 205, 25 years old, which means that he was... Negative. Char Char was already playing hockey when he was born. <laughs> So, he, yeah, it says he's... Well, mine says 6.02. I don't know if that's 6'2". Um... Uh, 6'2", guess... according to the NHL Okay, Thank you. I'm That's looking a at lie. Hockey I'm DB. sorry, he is not 6'2". Um, and then he's, uh, he's, his, he's 200, pa- 200 pounds, and uh, in metric, he's 188 centimeters and 93 nah. kilograms. Nope. And nope. that does nothing against vegetarian and nearly 45-year-old Zidane Ochara. Yeah, Bronchiosaurus. <laughs> Bronchiosaurus Zidane Ochara. That is so fucking legit, though. It's it, Nothing is closer to like, his when was, when vibe was Chara than Bronchiosaurus. When was Chara drafted again? What, what year? 1997. 1996? 96. It's 96. He, um, okay, this kid, this kid was born in 97, so like Chara had already been drafted when this guy was born. That's incredible. Yeah, that would have been um, the year I was born. Nope. Oh god! I was alive. I was alive. You then. remember it? Yeah, I was alive. It? It's fine. Yeah, I remember it. I remember this. So yeah, I would. Totally. I would have been. I would have been born because I'm a January baby, but uh, I wouldn't obviously have been. I was in my Spice Girls era at the time. It's fine. <laughs> <sighs> oh my god! Just a true legend, and yeah. really, I don't know. One of my favorite players in the NHL, regardless of team. I didn't know you were such a big Jeffrey Vile fan. Uh, oh, well, yes, yeah, Jeffrey Vile, love that kid. I mean, hats off to him for giving Chara probably what he wanted. Who Chara, who with the Capitals broke the record for oldest person with a fighting major uh, last year, in which he continues to keep breaking his own like record over and over again. I'm assuming, but speaking <sighs> of old people uh, accomplishing things, uh, this is actually from the Oilers game last night. Derek Ryan of the Oilers got a hat trick, and they literally posted Derek Ryan, 35 years and X number of days old, is the oil oldest person in Oilers franchise history to get a hat trick. Good for yep. him. It was so, I was like, he is not, like, he's 35. That doesn't mean he's, like, one sniff away from the glue factory. <laughs> I love when they talk about players like that. They're like Joe Fabelski, basically in the grave. Which <laughs> is why I love Chara so much, though, is because he's out here, yeah. like, yeah. Yes, and <laughs> I'm still here. Anything else we want to hit on the ice before we cruise uh, off we have the a ice? bunch of stuff on. Can the I ice. take a pee break? <laughs> yes, I suppose. <laughs> okay, I'll be back. <laughs> and I mean, just because it's on the script doesn't mean we have to talk about no, it. No, but there are some but... things that I still want to talk about. Yes, and I'll, I'll just talk about some stuff that Puff won't won't want to uh interrupt on <laughs> okay let me see now I'm, I'm just gonna hold off on the jack eichel of it all um the, the jack eichel of it all but um i do feel we have to talk about the absolute funniest play that we've oh seen my all season God. this is just Canucks, absurd was it canuck seattle yeah, Canucks yeah. Versus the kraken 
Like in in my language, we even have a saying about when two people fight over a thing, there's a third person running off with it. Ha! And uh, that is exactly well. In this case, it was if there are six guys fighting over a puck, the other four players on the ice will run off with it. While the six guys still push up against the boards, having their little homoerotic moment there, and the puck wasn't there. It was like peewee hockey out there. It was absurd. The picture, the like little telestration, like frozen image of just like the circling the six guys and then <laughs> with the, the like guys. blur of the there puck in the foreground. The puck oh on my the god! Other side of the ice, almost. Wow. It, they almost scored too. Like, I'm surprised only... they didn't score. Honestly, yeah, that would have been a dang it. Like, Low key. I think it's already a dang. That's it, w- it was already <laughs> it was on dang it's the video but oh, oh man it would have been even more hel- well if it if they'd scored it probably would have been a hat pick too i don't know <laughs> yeah if it was, if it was scored that she would have been on espn it would have been in that yeah. top 10 <gasps> for Speaking sure of things on espn i know i'm like totally exciting but i saw this on twitter yesterday um the person who um da- designed the um the riveters the black history month Riveters uh-huh. jerseys Sports Center highlighted it. I saw wow. it on Sports Center Twitter. Holy shit. That is yeah. that was that was a dope ass jersey. And and we've seen some we've seen some dope ass jerseys for Black History Month, for Lunar New Year. Like there's so many teams that are having these jerseys designed by local artists and it's so cool it just brings because like you know having the warm-up a cool warm-up jersey and like donating the proceeds of the auction is cool like that's that's great you know that's the least teams could do but like the the thing that i find special about the so many of these awesome warm-up jerseys is that they're they're clearly going out and finding awesome local artists actually from the city that they can boost their platform like that is that is yeah a good sure. way to use your bigger footprint as a you know NHL franchise to even even a few tweets. God knows how many how many sweatshirts that sells or how many art prints that moves. Yeah, it's it's awesome. But yeah, they like they highlighted the artist. Because uh, that's the thing, Joe. the teams have been taking so so much time to like really get to know the artists and and highlight them and their work and as a component of it. And I just it's really special. But I was just thinking of that. I was like, I saw this on Twitter, and I need to make sure that I talk about it because I thought it was so cool. Because like ESPN, obviously not with the with the with the new contract, ESPN is going to highlight hockey. But there's a lot of other stuff that ESPN normally talks about, even with the new like even with the new NHL deal. So it's just really cool to talk them seeing talk about hockey that's not even NHL hockey. Like yeah. this is we're yeah. talking about women. We're talking about the professional hockey federation like this is not even like the nhl yeah Yeah. i just think it's so cool it sound right boy and i see that we have a puff again so seeing as we have a puff again there's something that i promised puff that she could talk about which was jack eichel returning to the nhl because we're very excited about that Yes, and um, he got, in his first game back, he got uh, two penalties. I think both were in the first period, or maybe one was in the first, one was in the second. I know he didn't take any in the third, I don't quite remember. Um, And I, like, so, Sin City, it's real. Yeah, Sin City. Apparently the influence. It it just hits right away. I'm actually, like... Okay, this has nothing to do with anything, but I I, I don't like his emoji choice. I don't oh, know if he picked mood. it or the social media manager picked it. Apparently, they but... pick it. Boo. Why? Well, I think they get first dibs, but I think if they don't care, then I think the social media manager picks it. But um, so I think they they picked like a, the slots because it's like jackpot for Jack. I think that's what it was, but um, I don't like it. I think it's too Vegas and not very Jack Eichel. I just can't remember who is what fucking emoji. Like, that's my problem. I can't do that. So there is a guide to the emoji lineups, but it was not posted by the Golden Knights. It was posted by someone else. Maybe one of their reporters. I'm not it's, sure. It's it's somebody that actually works for the Golden Knights. It's their, Yeah, like, but I don't understand manager. why their own team shouldn't post one and then, like, keep it pinned in their bio. I'm like, why don't you do that? Like, why do you make this hard? 
I feel like maybe it's because they're like, if you're a real, like, art, like, the Twitter, Twitter engagement for teams is really hard because you have your different, like, audiences that you're trying to appeal to and, like, the idea is that you're talking only to your fans, but, like, Twitter, the algorithm now especially, half your tweets that you see on your timeline are from people you don't follow. It's stuff other people have liked or they've retweeted or it's just, hey, you might like this because it has the word hockey in it. So it's mm-hmm. like when they're so it's like because of that exactly like if I'm a Vegas fan I know what these emojis mean because I follow the team and I ha- I'm invested in it but if Vegas just po- like if their lineup just pops up on my timeline because it's Twitter says you might like this I'm like the hell what does the fuck this does this mean, mean? <laughs> if you'll know if you're a real fan ew no no but I don't like that because it's hard to get into the yeah, team exactly. right exactly. I've been trying, like, I've been trying to get into the Vegas Golden Knights because one, they have Nolan Patrick and he's my boy, and two, now they have Jack Eichel, and I also want to see how Jack Eichel does, and I'm just like, constantly when they tweet out a lineup, I'm just gonna like, okay, is the clo- is the like four leaf clover? Yeah, I'm like there? looking for the Nolan ones Patrick. I recognize. Yeah, mm. I now know like, <laughs> I know Jacks, I know Nolan Patrick's, I know Ben Hutton because it's a pun, and I know uh, <laughs> Robert Leonard. <laughs> Robert Leonard's panda. One because it's a pun. Yeah, I don't it's know panda. why, but he's always panda. <laughs> No, I, I there was a reason, but now I don't remember what it was. I do think there needs to be some sort of guide, like absolutely, like penned or somewhere, somebody, please post the Vegas Golden Knights emoji guide, and, and not and not just rely on someone to post it in the replies every single time. Because, yeah, yeah, know. that's nah. Again, I think it might be a case of the NHL forgetting that they have out of market fans <gasps> or fans who haven't yeah. been following them for a long time. <gasps> It's almost like the game might be growing. Oh my they seem to be, they're, they're like want, shooting themselves but... in the foot. They're like, no growth. It's like, the, it's like the dog with the ball. They're like, we want more audience, but no, we won't show it on ESPN. Yeah, until now. <laughs> no growth. It's like the Coyotes arena, arena. like no growth. Oh. No growth. Only 5,000 people. Only 5,000 people. Yeah, can we Jesus just, fucking you know what's Christ. funny? You know what's funny? So I know this was posted by some like other teams. I do think it's funny that um, my double A ECHL team has had two sellouts of almost ten thousand people. Yeah. So we're talking about um, uh, an NHL player team playing in a smaller arena than a ECHL team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I remember Oof. seeing Eddie Lack say it was. And he it's thought not it was even a good guaranteed idea. that it's going to be five thousand seats, according to the ESPN yeah. article. Oh my god. Uh, Perhaps less for hockey. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that there are, like, they're, they're not selling out now, but, like, don't. <laughs> Only uh, 5,000. Oh, less. boy. All right. Here's the next thing I just cast my eye on in this article. NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman said the NHL believes their chance to move to a smaller arena <laughs> could be financially advantageous for the franchise. Because they won't have to pay rent. They'll be paying less in rent. Yeah. And they'll be able to... It's literally downsizing. It's literally... We're... The house is too big. We can't afford the mortgage. So we're downsizing. Yeah, no, did you see the Did you see the thing where it was, like, um, the, the agreement that they had with ASU, they have to, like, pay ahead of time? Otherwise, yes, they're not they have allowed to pay to play. up front. I was like, I love smart. that. So, some lawyer for Arizona State was like, okay. Wait a minute. Yeah. Hold on, let me see that contract. I I was mostly just enjoying the memes about the increasingly tiny rinks. Like, oh, this is yeah. new. I'm an uh, asshole. My, fav- my favorite was the one where it was like a, it was like a, I don't know what you call it. It's it's not foosball, but it was sort of, it's like when you have the bubble little hockey. board with the players. Bubble yes. hockey, yeah. Yep. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, bubble hockey. Yep. Um, God, that was funny. How about we start with something light and fun and Tyler Sagan giving a puck to a dog? I love this. Reportedly. I mean, technically, like, on Twitter, it was like, oh, Tyler Sagan just flipped the puck over the glass of someone with a dog, but we all know he was giving it to the dog. Oh, yeah. It's Tyler Sagan. What would be a... I mean, there's any way to succeed in getting a a puck as an adult. (laughs) It's bringing a dog... Or writing the sign in the language that you share with the other player. Yeah. 
So what you're what you're saying is I need to get to DC and um make a sign for Daniel Sprong. Got it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But no, I the specific sign I'm talking about is uh a <laughs> a fan came to a wild game with a sign for Kirill Kaprizov in Russian translated to my girlfriend told me not to come home unless I have your stick. But uh Kaprizov was was nice about it and and uh obliged. Made it so the dude didn't have to stay at the arena. <laughs> yes, Sapoliarvi, he met a uh, Finnish hockey fan in an airport once, and then he invited them to an Oilers game. He said, if you ever come, I will, like, if you can ever come to Edmonton, I will get you tickets. And uh, they did, and uh, they showed up, and they were wearing, like, a Finnish flag, and he gave Aww. them either a puck or a stick. I don't remember. I think it might have, no, it was definitely a stick, but it might have been cute. also a puck. Yeah, and I was just like, that's so cute. So at first this it just looked like he was giving a it to a Finnish. On it. <laughs> <laughs> at first it looked like he was just giving it to the person because they were Finnish, and then people looked into it and they found out that they'd already met, Aww. and like they in the airport because I think he was going to, I think the uh, the kid was going to some hockey tournament and they started talking, and I'm like, that's so Aww. cute. That's awesome. There is a third way to guarantee getting a puck or a stick, and it is being an actual child. Yes, being um, an actual if you child. Are if you are an actual child. Um, I've actually got a cool story. I don't know if I'm allowed to share it, but I can share it with y'all. Mac, mm -hmm. I will get permission if you can include this. Yeah. But my boyfriend has an Ole Kolzig Capitals game-used stick because he was a child and his dad took him to a Thrasher's game um, back when that was a thing. And he asked, um, at the time, they couldn't do signatures. Um, and he got like a stick so like all of our like hockey stuff is like he's got like a whole frame with like the goalie's name like with Oli's name and, like the number his dad built this whole that's cool so thing cool yeah. but yes being an actual child is the third one <laughs> yes that's the way to actually ensure that you're Pump, gonna shoot your shot <laughs> are you saying okay thanks <laughs> I, I'm, I'm saying this for our listeners puff is 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 the smallest one out petite. of all of us probably so. yeah i'm very petite and i She's do petite I, and i'm european and very tall so in comparison yeah. it's hilarious i yeah no i i live close-ish to a school and i'm constantly afraid that somebody will be like why are you skipping class <laughs> when i'm 26 oh God. um <laughs> anyway I do remember at a Canucks game, Quinn Hughes, uh, he, there was a kid who wanted a stick and he tossed it over the glass and he, something that I really liked is that he stood there and he waited until it was in the kid's hands. Like he Aww. was, he was like pointed and he's like, it's theirs. Like, th um, and Those then he waited until they had it and then, really then he skated away. So I was yeah. like, oh, good on him. Because there are always yeah. people that are like, if they catch it, they're like, oh, well, it's mine now. Yeah. No. no. I've done that. <sighs> Steph. Hey. Whatever. <laughs> eh. <laughs> oh, speaking of tiny people, this is actually an excellent segue. Um, the Habs have a new coach, and apparently he's actually a hobbit. Puff. Yes! Um, yeah, okay, so... what the fuck is the story? <laughs> yeah, okay, so Martin St. Louis, he was a big player for the Lightning for a long time. This was before my era, though. No, 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 Puff, so... he was a little player for the Lightning. <laughs> 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 Okay, he, he was an important player, um, uh, and then uh, and then uh, he started playing for the uh, Rangers, and he did a cup run with them, and this that was the year I got into hockey. I specifically remembered watching the Rangers cup run and being really impressed with them, um, and uh, he and Matt Zuccarello, I think, were good friends, or maybe just line mates. I'm not really sure, but then Martin oh Louis. Oh my god, they're <laughs> line mates. Oh my god. <laughs> and then uh, Martin St. Louis retires, and Matt Zuccarello posts this uh, edit on his Instagram. I don't know if he made it. I don't know where he got this. But it was an edit of him and Martin St. Louis as hobbits. And uh, he was Frodo, and Martin St. Louis was Samwise. And it said, uh, we will keep sinking the ring without you, brother. <laughs> wow. That's so um, cute, though. Yeah. I, and I love it. I think Aww. about it all the time. So he, he said, we will keep sinking the ring without you, Sam, or something like that. And uh, I will I will find it to Link. And, and, and I Mar just, yeah. Martin St. Louis inspiring short kings of the new generation. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because Matt keeps going, the Habs coach. And I'm like, it's Martin St. Louis. Yeah, see, oh this, is, this is the downside of having a, you know, being fairly new. I'm like, oh, yeah, the new Habs coach. And people are like, oh, what? I'm like, he's, he, he's, I almost said a huge player. He's a very... 
Big name. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't. Famous, I don't know. Recognizable, like figure idiom. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. But Look at the kitten. Jokes. Kitten. Sorry, I'm distracted by the kitten. But like he's he's running a short king squad now. Cole Caulfield is is lighting it up. And he's running a short king squad with style. Yes. I was on this from day one as soon as somebody was like, oh yeah, the new Habs coach has only ever coached a peewee league before. And then like one of the first quotes from St. Louis was, how different could it be? And I was immediately like, this guy gets it. He fucking yes. gets it. He's right. This is going to be amazing. He's going to turn these fucking Canadians around. And he did. Yep. He fucking did. It's funny. I was... I was on the phone with someone, literally when the news came down. I was on the phone with that, and we were chat we were chatting about it, and they were like Martin Saint uh, Louis is like rumored to be the new Habs coach, and I was like, what's he coached? His dad, like his kids, like Pee Wee team, and that was the actual thing. And I was like, literally, oh boy, here we go. Yep, bring in new blood. I like it. Like I like it. I think it's fun. I think it's different. Obviously, it's not new blood because he's played in the NHL, but it's new coaching blood. And I like that it's not just, hey, this guy was the assistant coach on this team, and now he's the head coach, and now he's an assistant coach. And yeah, and they're not, coach, like, recycling you know? Babcock again or what, or Tortorella. Or... And, I mean, his his take on it, like, the way that he approaches his players and the way that he sees practice, it's not rocket science. He's like, oh, yeah. Hockey players want to have fun, so let's yeah. make the drills, let's make practice more games. Let's make practice more fun. Let's talk to players like they're actual fucking human beings and, like, care about what they think. Act like we just want the best for them and not scream in their faces and shit. What a concept. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah, so I just dropped this quote from him that I wanted you guys to see, and uh, it's from Martin St. Louis. And uh, he said, like, my biggest advice to any kid out there is just to embrace the struggle and grow. It's easy to be the best version of yourself when everything is going well. What version of yourself are you when there's struggle? Are you still the best version of yourself or do you feel sorry for yourself? And all the time you take feeling sorry for yourself is wasting time of chasing what you are after. And I'm just like, man, this dude could be like a m motivational speaker if this falls through. Like, yeah, I or like. like like a sports therapist he's probably not qualified but you know what i mean i'm he like i really it. love that attitude because i've always hated the hard style coaching um hard ass style yeah, that of tough coaching stuff yeah the mm. older style like i like i i'm glad that the flames are doing well under sutter but i can't help remembering that the kings literally locked him out of the locker room with trash cans uh, after a bad loss, because I think because they didn't want him to yell at them, and I'm just like, yeah. I, yeah, no, I hate that kind of environment where you're just like, oh well, th we did a bad game, and I'm scared of our coach, so I'm gonna lock him out. Yeah. From what I'm seeing now, like that's gotten a lot better with the Flames, but I mean, Matthew Kachuk might not be the right person to judge because apparently, like his literally coaches or whatever were told that there were no limits with him, or was yeah. it Patrick Kane? Either way, it was a London. No, it player. was Matthew Kachuk. Um, yeah. that uh. They were saying, like, uh, how hard can you push them? And with Brady and Matthew, there was no limit. That's fucked up. I was like, yeah, that's their kid coaches. That's great. And so in <laughs> instead of that, here's here's a quote from uh, St. Louis in the athletic piece. It's like the Flintstone vitamins. If you, give, <laughs> if you give vitamins to kids, they won't take the vitamins. But if they're Flintstone vitamins, they'll think it's candy. Right? It's the same thing. So the effort and practices has been awesome, and our conditioning is going to keep getting better through these drills that they're having fun with, and they're making reads, and they're playing hockey. It's not a script. I know, I love it's it. It's just really not rocket science. I love that. I love that. And it's it's awesome to see him succeed. I mean, are hockey players not basically children? I mean, Take pretty much. Basically, they just are. Yeah. And and it's not even... It's, it's not that, like... To me, as someone that's, you know, taught before and, and all, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's not even that, like, hockey, you know, adults are like children. It's that the things that you need to do to, you know, work with kids and to get kids to learn and grow and do what you want them to mm -hmm. do. It's the same shit. It's, it's yeah. really, it doesn't ever change. Oh, let's we can we can go light and talk about the a 
really heartwarming sequel or epilogue, I suppose, to the uh, story of of Nadia Popovici, yeah. Yes, the Canucks fan who, yeah, who saved a Kraken equipment manager's life by just happening to recognize what possibly could be skin cancer and holding up her phone uh, to him and, you know, telling him to go get it checked out. And the Canucks posted on Twitter, this is like three or four days ago now, um, that Red, the, the equipment manager, arranged a meeting for Nadia with Daniel and Henrik Sedin. And she got to, like, actually meet them and, like, get, you know... Lose her entire mind. Lose her whole mind. It was mm-hmm. insane. It was, it was like, it, what a great way to cap off that story. I'm so glad that the Canucks did that. And, like, I'm sure it was just that Red wanted to do something that he was like, oh, man, I want to, like, you know, really thank this girl who saved my literal fucking life. But this was just really special. And it was awesome to see the Canucks, you know, post that. And it was really... And she got a personalized signed jersey and, you know, got to take pictures with them and shit. So it was... That's awesome. And she was wearing her Henrik Sedin jersey at, that night. So yeah. it was it was really... The video was really sweet. Definitely worth watching if you need a, need a little catharsis. I mean, sometimes it's just nice to have a little heartwarming story. Okay, let me tell one more heartwarming story really quick yes. then. Okay, so we have already talked about the... Oh, this is another, yes, continuing heartwarming story we've already talked about. The Bruins goalies, uh, <laughs> Jeremy so Swayman cute. and Lars Allmark. Uh, now the Tugarask is, is yeah. alas, retired, which really, you know, I feel for that guy. I was really sad. His statement was really touching. Um, but and, and now no it's back to the, the Sorry, yes, Tuga. no more yeah. limited bug lights. Uh, he looks like he has a plenty to go through for a while, though, depending on, like, judging by how much he's already received. Um, <laughs> True. But uh, Lars Allmark posted on Instagram this really adorable little post. Goalie partner appreciation post, smiley face, and tagged Jeremy Swayman in it. And they're just, like, mugging at the camera. And Swayman is learning Swedish? Yeah. Apparently. Left a little note saying, love you, buddy, in Swedish. And Allmark responded with, kiss, kiss, love you. Also in Swedish. Goalie rituals. Cute. Goalie rituals. I'm so glad they've reunited. And every time they, the, of course, the Bruins Twitter always posts their long, elaborate hugs. It's Yeah, Flames Twitter, get tier. on that. You've been lacking in the Markstrom, Matthew Kachuk goalie content. Sometimes the like the other team stream does have it and the flame yeah. stream doesn't, which is homophobic. I know. That's just wrong. Fix Sportsnet. 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 Um, this is a little bit sadder, but um, in the last Flames game, or it might have been this morning. I'm actually not it sure. It was today's Flames game. It was today. Or no, last okay. night. Last night. Sorry, All sorry. Of, no, last okay. Night. Oliver Shillington, he got like tossed into the boards hard and then like just ragdolled. It was nasty. And um, then they, the Flames and the other team who I don't remember started, thank you, almost started fighting over top of him. And then you see Markstrom come streaking out of his net and like brace himself over Oliver Shillington so that the, so that they don't start fighting over top of him. And so the trainer can get to him. And I was just like, yeah, like motioning for the trainer. He like pushes off his blocker. And like mm-hmm. literally like protects him with his body like i too would want a six foot six mm-hmm. 200 pound goalie gently yeah standing over me keeping me safe yeah my god jacob markstrom i know that's just like a decent thing to do but i just it's it's good to see it like something that i love is when uh like a guy starts crashing and the goalie like catches them like i mm-hmm. always love seeing that um Crad- uh, cradle cradle that player gently. yes it's Cuddle it's you watch a lot of goalie love, you know the the goalie love line at the end of games and stuff. But oh my god, look at that fucking kitten! She's knocked the fuck out. Look at her. Oh my god, almost. You're oh my muted, god, Steph. Uh, she does, I think. But yes, you you often see the long goalie love lines, but you you don't often get to see goalies return the love. And yeah, that was that was true. a big moment of that. Mm-hmm. Me too. You do literally love goalies. Y'all. Y'all. Pecorine was at last night's game. Oh, I saw that. He was? Oh, right. Because he was was around anyway because they retired his number. Mm -hmm. And, like, he said, 
he left the net in like the most capable hands he could see like you see sarah's tearing up a little bit and i was like no they get to me as well he was out there with um tyler lewin and somebody else to drop the puck um taylor lewin by the way for those of y'all i think it's taylor or tyler i can't remember he is the Tennessee Titan, Nashville, uh, who is a huge Preds guy, who um, drank a beer through a oh, fish a couple yes. years ago. Yeah, yes, that's I remember that him. Guy. Yeah, that guy. I love him. He's awesome. <laughs> yes, Puff. He drank a beer through a catfish. Every time you see a if if you see a picture of a fan doing some insane shit at a Preds game, it's usually that guy. Um, I don't remember who it was, but at uh at Flames versus Canucks uh, a couple days ago. There we don't was... talk about that game. That was garbage. Sorry, I know. Sorry, but there was there was a player who I think is uh, the Canucks CFL. He, I think he's a Canucks CFL, not Canucks. Sorry, Vancouver CFL player. Um, I'm I'm so sorry. I forget their name. Um, blows my mind that Canadians have saw, have actually have a football league. I I had right? no idea about that. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, they pulled him up to like talk partway through the intermission, and he said, "He said like fuck the flames," and then like everybody started cheering, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I, that's I just want to talk. Dude. I love good cross sport solidarity. I thought that was funny though, but like yeah. you could see the person that handed in the mic was like, "Whoa, whoa, spicy." I mean, it's fine because, like, players who get into it, like, for the rivalry, not from their own sport, but, like, in other sports, like, you'll see, um, you'll see Falcons players, like, trash talk, like, whoever the Braves are playing or, like, whatever. Love that. And, like, Hawks, Hawks play. It, it's fun. It's fun. We don't. Can, do we have to talk about the gold medal game? Like, do we have to? Oh, yes. the Americans are still sad, y'all. Yes. I want to talk about the re- like the viewership records that it broke. Okay, we can talk about that part of the gold medal game, but I don't. Want- oh no, we're gonna talk about more of this. <laughs> no, we'll also talk about Sarah Nurse too because what a okay, fucking that's G. Also valid. Most points in an Olympic tournament, 18. Most assists in an Olympic tournament, 13. Highest plus mi- minus in an Olympic tournament for a forward, plus 19. Whew. Most power play assists by a Canadian forward in an Olympic tournament. And wow. If you're wondering, yes, she is related to Darnell Nurse of the Oilers. Um, they are cousins. They're cousins? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, his sister, Kia, plays in the, NW- the WNBA. Damn. Yeah. That's Sa- awesome. Sarah Nurse. The first black woman on any Olympic hockey team ever, and yeah. thus the first to win gold. And you know. yeah, like, the fact that she was mm-hmm. the first ever. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, she's. And amazing. then immediately goes out and breaks the fucking records, bitch. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Seven if in he... seven games played, she piled up five goals and thirteen assists. Her TikTok is also great. If you've ever looked at her TikTok. Her TikTok is content. Oh, hello. Her TikTok content is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! I'm, I'm scrolling through. This is a this is a pretty good article. I'll I'll post a link to this on theicegarden.com. But it's there's a tweet that showing a someone trying to grab a box of the Sarah Nurse branded Cheerios, and it's <laughs> an empty shelf. It's like where it should be in in the oh store, but they're all sold out. This I was mean, from a couple months ago. So there there are these special yeah. edition Tim Hortons hockey Barbies. And uh, one is a yeah, one is a black woman and one is a white woman, and they are apparently based on Marie Philippe Poulin and Sarah Nurse. So I think that's really cool. That's so and, cool. And like after the and this uh, is from before the Olympics. Like the, yeah, they, they were made way before the Olympics. They were made way before the Olympics, but like during the Olympics, you could see like so many young black girls posting pi- pictures of them with their Sarah Nurse Barbies Aww. and yes. just being really excited so and inspired cute. and it was just really really wonderful to see that That's I have awesome. a dumb question this might be dumb um, but because but ne- no, most of the women on either Olympic team don't play in the PHS so where do they play? They like tour Oh, oh is that They the have dream the dream tour? tour and a lot of yeah. them play at college a lot of them play at college. Um, I think there is a Canadian league in now because it, it, there was oh, no. one and then it went under and then I think they made another one. I don't remember. No, a lot it's... of them are on the like the Dream Gap tour or whatever. Like a lot of, and mm-hmm. that's also like uh, most of these stops are connected, like working together with the actual NHL teams. I think Ottawa is coming up soon. 
So they're like, mm-hmm. they're working with the senators. Didn't the Caps yeah. just host one? The Caps yeah, hosted something one. Something similar. I think yeah. Ottawa's up next. Calgary hosted them. So like they're working together with NHL teams to get these games going, and that's really cool. And you see a lot of like socials posts of NHL players wearing jerseys and hoodies to promote it. Yeah, yeah, something that I loved is um, I was obviously cheering for Canada, but JT Comfer, his sister Jesse. Yes, he was. Yes. Um, his sister Jesse was on the U.S. Women's Olympic team, and he wore legend. Yeah, and wow, he wore her dang. jersey to a to like a game, and and he was like he was wearing the uh her jersey, and he was surrounded by his Canadian teammates who were like, "We don't want to be seen with you, but fine." <laughs> they they literally interviewed him about this, and he was like, "I'm gonna do it anyway." And he yeah. actually wore the jersey that she was going to be wearing that night too. It wasn't yeah. like one of the random ones. It was actually the, the same one. Yeah. I'm sure if that's in the dress code, but they did it anyway. And then yeah. I remember I saw later the Winnipeg Jets. There was a bunch of clips of them wearing the women, the Canada jersey, but that yeah. was after they'd already that was won. After, yeah. I think you're allowed. I think that's a team discretion thing. I think you're allowed to like like if the team decides like as a whole like. Yeah, yeah but I don't know if he even asked. Oh, we didn't. Then I mean, that's that's up to him. Like, if he took like a fine that. for it, he took a fine for it. But he's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna take." Fuck a fine it, for yeah. It. Mm-hmm. That's being but, a good brother, damn it. Hell yeah. The women's hockey gold medal game got more views than all but one NHL game since 2019. It was Canada's most watched Olympics moment of 2022, and it started at 11 p.m. on a weeknight. I think we've hit a lot of the highlights. Is there anything else folks want to talk about before we wrap up? Um, trying to think about stuff, but like things keep happening. And it's Games hard. we're looking forward to? God, I have not even looked at the cap schedule. I have one. I, I made a list of things I'm looking forward games I'm looking forward to. I was very excited to make this. Well, Puff had a game on the list and it's since happened and the Oilers won. So yeah. Oh, the Caps um, and the Oilers are playing on Wednesday. That'll be fun. Oh, wait, no, that was last Wednesday. This is February. What the fuck? <laughs> I was just nope, thinking. I was like, didn't schedule. we just see nope. you? Yeah. Yeah, we did just yeah. see you. No, Sorry. We, take, we take on the hurricane on Thursday. And oh, I'm God. Like, I'm like, oh, boy, this could either be, like, a lot of fun. And then next week, we're on the West Coast Canada oh. road trip. And I'm oh, like, that's why oh, I was, oh, that's why I didn't want to think about it. We have Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver, and then we have three days off, and then we have the Islanders at home. So I'm just, like, this stretch of Caps games between, Yikes. like, we, we have the Kraken is, like, our only, like, easy game, if you will. Winnable. Our only auto win. Is that what we should call it? <laughs> I guess, yeah. like, must win, but I'm like, yeah. we're going to end up, we're going to beat, like, the Hurricane and the Oilers and lose to the Canucks, the Flames, and the Kraken. I'm Don't count the right Oilers now. out yet. Just saying. <laughs> uh, yeah. Vitek Vanacek needs to get better fast. Right. No, but I just mean, like. Please. No, I'm saying we're, but what I'm saying is the Caps are going to manage to find a way to, like, beat the good teams and, like, just oh, not. Yeah. I mean, not. is that not the most Caps thing Av- of all time? Avalanche style, loose to the Coyotes. Yeah, for real. And your winning streak. No, but yeah. seriously, I put a, a couple games on the list that I'm really looking forward to, and my bias might actually show, but one of them is Calgary versus Colorado, and it's going to happen uh, twice, actually, in the upcoming Oh, weeks. wow. Dang. Yeah, they're, uh, they still haven't played each other yet, and they should play each other like three or four times this season because they're both in the Western... Uh, uh, something I'm so, looking forward to is tomorrow is Canucks versus Devils, and it will be the Hughes brothers. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. I do love sibling that. matchups. That's so good. Oh my god, that was a fun. So the the sibling matchup didn't happen. I thought that TVR and JVR had fought, but no, it was no, it was no. the it was yeah. the TVR and Scott Lawton had fought. Who is mm-hmm. JVR's best friend? And JVR standing there well like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. And neither of them are really fighters. So then you can see JVR like, "Wait, no. my best friend and my brother are fighting. What the fuck well, is going on?" Yeah, yeah, when TVR started throwing punches, I was like, "Okay, like he does it, but not that often." Yeah, same mm-hmm. for Scott Lawton though. He's he, he can get chirpy and he get 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 some roughing calls, but he's not gonna be the first one to throw, you know, to toss the gloves and go for it. That's gonna be Zach McEwen at any time. 
Zachary uh, <laughs> yeah. Goon, who got, sorry, got fucking, just actually got his shit rocked by Tom Wilson. Nice try, dude. Yes, he, they fought Tom Wilson. That was the only really good part of that. Zach McEwen doesn't day. care if he wins. Like he's, he's just, just like, I'm fight. gonna take one of the other he fucking, team's top guys uh, off the he ice. He like I literally win. jumped Tom Wilson. Is the thing because yeah. he got the instigator penalty and everything, but he, he did not. He did not. Tom Wilson did not start that fight, but he certainly ended it. <laughs> I got one more thing I'm looking forward to um, in the next couple of weeks. So not this week, but next week, the Ducks are going on an East Coast road trip, which means that we will get at least Mac and I will get to watch. Trevor Zegers and the Anaheim Ducks play at a reasonable hour. Woo! So hopefully they play. They're taking on Chicago, Nashville, New Jersey, New York, and the Rangers. And like, wait, a wait, stretch. hockey at a reasonable time? I wonder what that's like. <laughs> Ooh, that's fair. That's she says, fair. recording this while like literally the only games I can actually watch at a normal hour are on. I'm sorry. Thanks. <laughs> I'm excited because I hate staying up till ten o'clock to watch probably like the most exciting team in hockey. Yeah. <sighs> Disagree. But <laughs> most exciting game coming up though. One we all have to look forward to. The Battle of Alberta's back. Oh yes. I do always love yes. love a battle. I love Alberta. that's like that's gonna be straight up anarchy and I am here for it. Because the mm-hmm. flames are doing well. The Oilers are on the cusp of the playoff spot. Uh, well, we also just got a lot of guys who got injured, so we'll see how that goes. The Flames have been, like, doing pretty well, and it's just going to be interesting, because you know... no, Cassian's Yeah, they are, fighting, they are fighting for a playoff spot, essentially, yeah. so we'll see how and that Cassian's goes. Cassian's still out, right? So Cassian's still out, uh, Yamamoto's out, Pugliarby's out, Nugent Hopkins is out. Uh, it's that time thought, of the season. We thought McDavid might be out, but then he came back. None of those guys were going to fight Matthew Chuck the way Cassian would. That's what. Yeah, I don't know. Yamamoto might have tried. Yamamoto is trying to fight anybody these days. Oh my god. Yamamoto is a tiny little chihuahua who will fight any fucking pit bull. No, he was trying to fight Hedman in the lightning game. I was like, sir, sir, you're going to (laughs) die. I love him so much. I love him. He's great. No, but Battle of Alberta, if, if Cassian isn't around, I would like Leon Dreisettel and Matthew Chuck to fight again. That, that's what I want. That's my- Like, actually fight or, like, shove at each other? I love whatever they've done before. I like, smile yeah. at each other because they, they seem to enjoy it very much. Yeah, I think that all of them enjoy it, the Battle of Alberta. Matching minors. Just matching minors and, like, smirk at each other from penalty box. That's Matching minors for you and your VFF. Yeah. Your best <laughs> your enemy frenemy. on the other team. Yeah. Your frenemy frenemies Frenemy. uh, speaking of frenemies jack eichel is going against the sabers soon oh, oh boy revenge That's tour revenge the jack eichel revenge tour is happening march 10th That's exciting. i am excited i would like jack to score a hat trick or a dick trick or whatever goes beyond that well ask timo meyer he's done it right yeah. uh miko zibanejad did it against the capitals all oh, right yep <laughs> no we don't talk about that Yep, I remember that. <sighs> All right. Either way, lots of good hockey coming up. Lots of fun stuff for us to talk about. Our next episode should be our last episode before the trade deadline, so we should be um, thinking of some fun trade deadline games for us. For oh, next yeah, episode. we should play some trade deadline games. <laughs> Hell yeah. Sure. So stay like tuned ad-libs. for that for next time. I'm ready. Okay. Puff, are you ready? Yeah. Are you emotionally ready for the trade deadline? No, I'm still not over Ethan Bear from last year. Mode. I I was I was talking to Iris and I was like, I think Ethan Bear might get traded overnight. Please tell me immediately because I read Iris's messages first if he gets traded. And she and another friend of ours were like, Oh, we're gonna prank Puffy and we're gonna send her no, fake no, 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 news no. that he got no. traded. And then other he friend, actually got traded. Other friend was the initiator of this because they oh, are yeah. chaos personified. Uh, and then I was like, you know, um, maybe depending on on what actually happens and then he got traded oh yeah yeah they were like let's prank her and then then he like actually got traded and then they were like oh this isn't funny anymore (laughs) well and i was like yeah i told you guys to let me know because i thought he might actually get traded not yeah not because i was anxious about it yeah join us next time for uh combined anxiety about the oh no don't yeah 
yeah, join us next time for getting sad about the trade deadline, high anxiety. Yeah, playoffs. Maybe some emotions about closure. Why do we watch sports? Wait, why? <laughs> because we also we we might also get Clojure's thousandth game. We might also get Ovechkin <gasps> and Backstrom's. That's what's game coming together. up next. Okay, stop. That's what's coming up next. The next. <laughs> Alex Ovechkin and Nicholas Backstrom are going to play their one thousandth game together. On. Max been keeping a uh, record. I've been keeping. Tr- I've been keeping track. Uh, it'll Max be right okay, now. Max Friday, March eleventh. Um. Again, uh, if nothing at goes Vancouver wrong. at 10 yeah. p.m. perfectly. Um, I think that's right. Uh, why? Why doesn't it happen? In- oh wait, no, I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> what, what's my count out now? Hold on. I think Where it was nine nine eight. Nine ninety eight. Yeah. So two more. What's, what's today? One two. Today's ah, the so. Oh, it'll be um, Saturday, March fifth, uh, when Seattle comes to town uh, in. Ooh. Uh, DC for the first and only time this season. So, hey, it's Mac from the future. Yeah, I was actually totally wrong. Um, their thousandth game is going to be Tuesday, March eighth, against the Flames. Beats Ooh, so, better. So, I really hope Kraken legend Vitek Vanacek will be in net for that game. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I really hope obviously. so. Okay. See you next time. All right. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for oh. attending. Um, not attending. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Oh My God, They Were Teammates. Um, oh yeah, you can follow us on stuff. You can um, follow us on various social media. I think Steph should do this Steph, part. do the socials. <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and... We have an Instagram? We have an Instagram. Um, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and possibly TikTok. Um, we'll see about that. That could be fun, but I'd have to convince these guys to show their faces. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at OMGTWT. And you can send us an email at OMGTheyAreTeammates at gmail.com. And you can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Yep. See you next time. I guess we could talk about the TikTok deal and we know more about the TikTok deal. I'm excited. We could talk about the TikTok deal. Oh, I'm stoked. We could talk about it. Yeah, let's do that. And then we'll talk about the Olympics. Okay. So it's funny though, because, okay, so yesterday, um, last night at the stadium series, they had what they called the TikTok tailgate party. They literally announced the partnership because there was branding with the stadium series for TikTok. Oh. And then what was really funny. And so after the Lightning score their second goal, there's a guy with the camera, like, around the upper decks, like, looking. Tampa Bay's on the power play. They're about to score their second goal of the game. But this guy's, like, set up shot behind, like, a row of Tampa Bay fans, two rows in front of me. And he's, like, planning on getting a reaction. Like, I can tell about this, but that's what this man wants. He has done Uh some social or some sort of content um, where he needs fan reaction to a goal. And... Tampa scores, like, 20 seconds later, and this girl, like, she gets up. She starts, like, screaming and cheering. He's like, great, got the shot. Except the two guys next to her, also in Tampa jerseys, did not get up or cheer anything. So he asks them, after plays, like, resumed, he's like, can y'all celebrate? Like, you just saw the game. I'm not even mad about it. That's so funny. As someone who's had to capture content, exactly, it's so hard to do, especially when you need like live reactions to things. I was just like, I'm gonna see this on TikTok in three days. I just know it. This is gonna end up in some sort of recap video or something. Totally, and I'm gonna be two rows behind it. <laughs>